0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic
0: Hits. Peter Paul TD Christopher O'Sullivan is calling for the government to introduce a €100 voucher for the over 65s who receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, which they can spend on hotel accommodation and eat in food and drink when businesses open back up again. He says the over-65s have had to make huge sacrifices. Jesus, Christopher, have you been looking at the rest of the country? But anyway, I'm sure they have, but like everybody else. During this pandemic, many would have had a pre-pandemic habit of heading to the local hotel with family members for Sunday lunch. The fear is that this habit may not continue. This encourages old traditions to start back up again, said O'Sullivan. Many of the over-65s have received no supports from the the state during the pandemic. Pensioners are unable to avail of the PUP payment, a voucher scheme uh, like this is the last or is at least we should be doing. Now, I don't know where he's getting all this from because pensioners would be on a pension. So why would they be on a PUP payment unless they were working pensioners, which they should have been given a PUP payment, by the way, if they're working pensioners. But if you're a pensioner, by the notion of the definition of the word pensioner, you're on a pension and you aren't financially affected for that by that. There are people in this country who have been more financially affected by that. The Corksout STD said the voucher would also help hotels and restaurants that have to shut their doors during the pandemic. Many people have commented online about the vouchers, saying, I get the uh, sentiment, but please take it easy on the purse strings. We're losing the run of ourselves and we have to pay all this back later. How about instead of all these meaningless gestures, the government spend some time actually addressing the chronic issues in healthcare, home care for the elderly people in our society. Another person said, I'm 66 and that's just an insult. Sixty-five is not old these days. We're having the time of our lives. Uh, what with mortgages paid in the autumn of our lives, uh, give a thought to the young families who have spent almost a year going without. Uh, it's uh, them I feel really sorry for, and they should get the financial help if it's so freely available. So today, I want to know what you think of this idea. And more so, the idea of compensating people for their efforts during the pandemic. Only last month, we were calling on healthcare to receive compensation for their efforts throughout the year. Now, let me be clear about this. I have the height of respect for the people who work in healthcare, in the HSE, in the hospitals, the doctors, the nurses, the care assistants, and everybody else. But that's your job, and you were paid for it. And during the pandemic, I'm sure a lot of people, uh, nursing and everything, did overtime, and probably made quite a substantial amount of money, and they'd nothing to spend it on because, like everywhere else, they'd nowhere to go. So they haven't financially lost out. Their jobs are stable. Let's talk about the people in the private sector... ...who lost out, took a cut in their wages, as I did here... ...and many other people in the private sector who lost their job... ...nearly 500,000 people on a PUP payment. They've lost their job. Surely they should be the ones being compensated... ...not people who are still working... ...being rewarded for doing their job. I don't know. Private sector lives have been affected financially... ...and I believe everyone in this sector should be compensated... But maybe you disagree with me. I want to know what you think today. Should only people who work in the private sector be compensated if we're going to start throwing out compensation to people? And think about this, right? Spare a thought. When we look at these polls by MRBI or by OMOROC or whatever it happens to be and you see them on RT every day or the Irish Times this morning and you see that there's, I don't know, what percentage of people would like to continue on with the lockdowns and restrictions. Remember, that percentage of people are the percentage of people who are not financially affected by this. The percentage of people who want to end the lockdowns are those who are struggling and out of a job. So realistically, it's going to be very hard to stop all this because there's so many people who are all for it. Like, an interesting... Here's an interesting text I just got in here, right? Let me read this. Where's it gone? Uh, it's, oh, yeah. Oh, he says here. Uh, for the Nile boiling show. I'm driving to Wexford from Dublin. Work. I'm it's still Oregon. I look up and I count 12 planes pretty close together. Barely see the planes, but it's a very clear day. I can see the trails. What sort of flights would these be, Liam? Says Liam. Well, Liam, I'm assuming they're ones with passengers on them and they're big steel aircrafts that fly in the sky. That's the sort of flights they are. And if they're that high up in the sky, they're most likely not landing in Ireland. They're passing overhead. But either way, what difference does it make to you? Just look at the road, Liam, will you? Stop twitching. (laughs) I want to know what you think of this. Should only people who work in the private sector be compensated or those who actually lost their jobs? and not people who are financially in the same situation they were this time last year, let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 08 Should those, should people be compensated who actually lost their jobs? And Not pensioners and nurses and doctors and everybody else who's worked all the way through it or got their pension all the way through it. Call them, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, them. Hey Noel? How are you? Uh, Colm, should we be compensating the over-65s or should we be compensating the doctors and nurses or should we be compensating the private sector who've actually lost money? I mean, who gets compensated here? I don't
2: know. I don't, I don't think anyone should be compensated if you ask me. Why? Why? Because we've kind of let this happen ourselves. So who, let, who, 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 let it? who let it happen? Everybody. everybody well, I lost money. I, I lost a lot
0: everybody of money last year. To shut
2: down a business. Everyone that's played along with this is to,
0: to blame. Well, that's a stupid thing to say now, Colin, with the greatest it's
2: respect. It's not really. Okay, know? okay, it's well then let me ask you a question. We're unpre- you- in unprecedented times, Noel. You know, this is something that the world has never seen. Okay. And everybody's just going along in it and now they're crying about it. They want money. Like, where's this money going to come from?
0: Well, the government, I assume.
2: Yeah, and who's going to pay for it?
0: Well, the government are getting 0% loans at the moment, yeah. well, actually, from the EU.
2: Like, it's not logical you know, we, it'll be our kids that's going to pay for it. You know, just let the people go out and walk. Take the guidelines off. Let the people back to walk. OK, well
0: I'm, not, well, I'm not disagreeing with that aspect of it. But when you say who played along with it, they didn't have a choice. They had to play along with it. They would have got a fine or arrested.
2: Well, last time I was on with you, and I had the exact same argument. We do have a choice. We well,
0: What's where's the, where's the, the choice? choice? What's the choice?
2: The, the choice is go out and walk. No, look, I'll be honest with you, right? I'm on a site now that I shouldn't be. I'm walking on a site. So the oh, you're actually. breaking up there. Yeah, Maybe the
0: government. Hold on, you're breaking up a little bit. So you're on a site now where you shouldn't be.
2: Yeah.
0: Right, okay. So that's the right.
2: so the, so sites, that's the that's site doesn't come easy. under
0: necessary construction.
2: Right, so that building taking the action of I'm making a living and anyone else that wants to make a living. And, and, and by the way, Colm,
0: that that may be all well and good for you and you're in that situation where you can do that. Well, it's not nice hang on, hang I'm on, no, so no, so hang, hang not on, not hang not on. There are many people.
2: Everybody should be out walking.
0: Well, hang on, what happens if you work in a hotel, a bar, a restaurant, or a shop that's not not necessary and they're closed? What are you going to do? Where, you can't work on a site. So where are you going to work? Well, who's
2: saying, saying it's necessary and not necessary? The government, so we need to start...
0: Your, your line is breaking up really bad, Colm, sorry.
2: Sorry, we need to start disputing, oil, you know, get a okay. belly scratch and then have our hands out at the end of it. It's not the way it works. OK, so who's going to who's gonna pay... I mean, there are people
0: around this country, uh, young people, 500,000 people, particularly in the private sector, who've had very little money this year, apart from the 300 quid or 200 quid a week they're getting. They're, they've mortgages, they've bills, they've no savings, they've probably dipped into their savings. Who's going to compensate them? Who's going to pay them
2: back? I don't know. Maybe I know idea would be the phrase. Like, get the banks to put a freeze on it. Why, why is the government and the people having to fulfil these bills... Why can't we not just put a freeze on mortgage payments? Well, we, we, we did on for six months, days. that was it, yeah. You know, like it, 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 it's just getting on my nerves now, you know. It, it, it's it's all about taking our freedoms away and inflict more taxes on us. And if the people got this now, we're We're, ages. we're all ages, if we all put up with this.
0: So you're, you're out working now currently on a site that's meant to be closed?
2: Yeah, that I shouldn't be, yeah. And that's how people. people are, are getting fed up now, you know. They're willing to take a chance. Even myself, I'll take a fine if I don't wear a mask. or I'll take a fine if I go to the wolf. Because I'm not letting them dictate how we live anymore. And it's as simple as that.
0: What does the well, a text here and say, Niall, no, I can't believe Colm is admitting that he's breaking the law.
2: I'm Breaking the law. It's not a law. It's a good law.
0: It's not. Well, it's actually a it's, it's law man, at the moment.
2: That's where people are getting confused. Some, some
0: of these are laws. Some are guidelines. <laughs> But it's part of level five restrictions that non-essential construction uh, doesn't and I you continue. you in that
2: text message, I bet you that's the one that wants to hand out for money for compensation. I can guarantee you that person sent in that technology is the one that's looking for compensation. Get out and get out
0: and fight and, 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 and again, Colin, I say to you, that's easy for you to say because there is still some construction going on. But for somebody who works in a hotel or restaurant, what are they? You're saying get out and work. Where are they to work? Their their hotel or the restaurant is closed.
2: Right, right I get that. I, right, but I'm talking about people that have businesses, and own business, and you've seen that yourself over the last few weeks that like there's been people that have defied these guidelines and opened up their business.
0: And they were arrested. people. And they were arrested.
2: They had, was, yeah, and what's up? They've, they've stood up for the, they've stood up for what they believe in. Absolutely,
0: but they were arrested, and and if they don't pay the fine, the civil fine they get, they could end up with a criminal conviction.
2: And what? I <laughs> oh, well I don't want a criminal
0: conviction do you
2: <laughs> well for the right reasons I think you know like fighting for your freedom is one thing you know and if you get arrested for fighting for your freedom I, I don't see that as a bad thing
0: alright well sorry I'm going to have to fix your phone line because it's just breaking up constantly Frank you're on Classic Kids see you then, Frank
3: how
0: are you, Noel? Uh, Frank, okay, so this TD, uh, Christopher O'Sullivan, wants to give a voucher to all the over 65s. Now, by the way, I don't think it's such a bad idea, but I think that people in this country who are more deserving of a bit of compensation because pensioners really financially haven't lost out. They have lost out generally. They have to stay at home, but they haven't financially lost out. Noel,
3: you're you're buying on there. Pensioners have only lost out of the freedom. And you could also say we've all lost out on that freedom if you know what I mean, getting yeah, of the course. house. Yeah. You know. I mean this T D, it reminds me of do you remember last year poor old Eamon? Who? Off the green party.
0: Oh Eamon Ryan had a snooze. Do you remember
3: he had his ten minutes of fame with the T V cameras. Yeah. And he stood up in the doll and he said, Leave the bleeding, DIYs open. Do you remember?
0: Yeah, that do you remember that yeah.
3: Now serious.
0: And then he, and I then late, and then a few months later he decided to have a snooze in the doll. Yeah.
3: Yeah. What does be wrong with these people, Niall? It seems to be, it seems to be whatever seems popular. Like I, I look at them all. You have, you have Mary there, and that seems to go. And they check Facebook the night before, and whatever seems popular, then the next day they come out with crap, and then it's gone. Like this fella, with his free vouchers. as you and that chap said before me there. Who's like, Callum? Yeah. Who, who's going to pay for this? And just because the state is getting interest-free money, Niall, the initial payment has to be paid back, like.
0: Well, so, I mean, well, at some point, yes, it has to be paid at back. At some
3: point. But, well, I mean, where's this going to end? Then Last month, Noel, last month, I heard on a morning bulletin, and then it seemed to play over everyone else's head, which you had. The transport union, your bus drivers and train drivers, did you hear that they were looking for 10 days or something next year, free gratis? Because, Noel, are you ready? Yeah. They walked through the pandemic. (laughs) Now, a busman is cocooned in a little glass case. A train driver's in an engine the size of a Jason. I'm in a
0: studio here. I worked through the pandemic. There's
3: no one on the buses. There's no one on the trains. Like, serious. No, I I don't. By
0: the way, can I I say that myself and Ashling, for example, and and all the staff here, who worked through the pandemic, because radio stations, as you know, are still open and operating, um... I don't want anything extra. I'd like to get back the money, by the way, for example, that I did, that I haven't got, which is the cut in my salary, uh, like most companies have taken pay cuts. So I would like to get that back if that's possible. No, but I, but that's I'm not going to. But I'm not no, going if, to. I'm not going to hold my breath.
3: If they're going to be given, looking at giving something to when people get walking again, please, God, and get back to normal, they should be giving people up to six months to 12 months tax-free when they start back walking people that's after being affected, yeah? Mm-hmm. Nurses and doctors who, let's face it, play the blinder, without them, don't know where we'd be. But as you said, Noel, they're still getting full play and probably overtime. Probably, yeah. So, and there's nowhere to go. So a lot of them would be rolling in it, let's be honest with well, you. I
0: wouldn't say they'd be rolling in it, but yeah, they'd have savings that they wouldn't and, have had before. Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. So well, we've, so we've the doing, seen the, the official figures
0: okay. in relation to that. There's 120 billion in savings accounts around the country.
3: Yeah. They're doing okay, Noel. So, yes. Yeah. No giving money to anybody for anything. As I said, the only thing is when people do get back walking, let them walk so many months tax-free as in no PAYE and let them build up that few bob.
0: And then what happens next year then we've when we've no tax take and the government has no money?
3: No, I'm on about bill, as I said, like you'd have to do it slowly. Like you couldn't just do it, but do it when we're back up and running. Mm. Give them a few bob back, you know? Other than that, no giving away free money. Now. Like, but I mean...
0: And when you see these polls this morning, Frank, that there's a large percentage, I don't have the, the poll here in front of me, but a large percentage of people want to continue with these restrictions and lockdowns. And, and when I say a large percentage, it's just still under 50%, it's like 23% or something like that. But I'm wondering who these people are. They're obviously people who are not financially affected by it.
3: No, you'll see them polls. I know, yeah. I've a better chance. I've actually a better chance, Noel, of a walking pole. An actual pole with legs coming <laughs> over to me asking me a question about a pole. I don't know where these people get them from.
0: Well, they, they do say that they're different demographics
3: so, Have you ever been stopped and asked these questions?
0: No, not personally, no. no. never.
3: People but then, but then, again, then people. again, I have,
0: there are people, I know people who have been, by the way.
3: No, listen, listen. Noel, how come we? People have to remember, nearly 6,000 people, Noel, flew into this kip last month. Right. And me and, you, me and you are in a cage now. We can't go 5k up the road. We've new variants now from Africa and all over the Jesus place. Yeah,
0: I'm looking here. 31% of people said there are too many restrictions. 43% said the level of restrictions is about right. 40, so 43% are happy with the restrictions at the moment. Uh, 24% said there's not enough restrictions. <laughs> and 2%, they just didn't know or have an there opinion. No,
3: no, there, no. there was that poor girl there now. You know, they're all up. Uh, a little
0: our, our beauty salon, up, yeah.
3: Open up beauty salon. And I just said to myself, like, do you remember I said to you before, Noel, about the Irish weasel? The Irish, like, Instead of the rest of the bloody hairdressers there on that day, when they seen the treatment she got, said, you know what, Peck, is I'm opening it. Then you have the visitors coming out whinging and moaning about our members. Instead of instructing the members, Lyle, to open Saturday midday, and they'll back them up. Like a union. Like the legal end of the union, say. And then they'll all whinge and moan. What do they want now?
0: Well, I see, I do feel sorry for people. I mean, I know Colm makes a point, well, if you want to just go back to work, but you can't just do that, unfortunately, because, you know, that goes against the guidelines and it is illegal and people don't want to be arrested and they don't want to be fined and they don't want to get into trouble. And I understand that as well. I understand the fear as well that the government every now and again, when people become complacent, all of a sudden, I believe there's a New York variant now. There's another variant, right? And, and, you know, don't get me wrong, all these things need to be things that we need to look into and be concerned about. But in saying that, when you look at what scientists around the world are talking about variants, yeah, they might spread a little bit quicker, but they're no more dangerous than the original one, according to a lot of scientists. So it's if we have a vaccine and it's supposed to be a way out of all this, why are we still talking about it? I mean, there was a post. Uh, there was a, a paper uh, written by Neffet. Let me just see if I can find it here because I did put it up yesterday, right? And Neffet, uh, Fergal Barrows tweeted it yesterday. Fergal said, Neffet tells government that activities like dining, drinking, exercise and singing and shouting are associated with higher risks and this is the Neffet plan up to Christmas. In other words, there's a suggestion that we will not be allowed to sing, uh, dance, drink, exercise or shout. In other words, you're not allowed to have a good time between now and Christmas.
3: Yeah. As I said to you, we can't go 5k up the road. We can do nothing. It's getting to the stage that you can't even look at your neighbour. You're afraid case there's a cop jumping out behind a hedge and listen me and you know I can get a stupid PCR test done 72 hours ago rock up to the airport tomorrow morning I got infected 12 hours ago fly to Tokyo. come back looking like something out of a Jesus and movie or something I don't know with your <laughs> shiny teeth and you look ridiculous in the 50s people know with your like donkey it. under your arm like a donkey yeah with a donkey under my arm <clears throat> I'm actually looking like the donkey I was Shrek and I'm saying to myself it's ludicrous, Niall. It's ludicrous. We're not, we're never going to get anywhere now. I think, personally, Niall, the flights have to stop. Unless you're a surgeon coming into the place to save a child's life, or you're coming in to fix the Ah, uh, You can't, that no you can't,
0: else. you can't
3: do that. No, we have
0: to do it. That was silly, Frank. You can't do that's. This is the zero COVID plan that's going around. You can't do that. There are people who need to come in and out of this country for necessary reasons. There are give people. Me necessary okay, let, let me give you a necessary. Re- I'll give you a necessary reason. Right, Mary, um, her brother lives in England, Johnny, yeah. and he's on his deathbed. He's dying of cancer, and she wants to go and see him before he dies. Yeah, that's a necessary journey,
3: isn't it? I don't think it's necessary. Mate. Ah, Frank, Niall, stop, Niall, Frank, Niall, Frank, Niall, Frank, Niall, Frank Niall, give it up, I give don't it up. Think- Give it's it up necessary You might think It's necessary Alright Frank no, You know It comes to your own door Frank no, I don't Niall, mean that In a bad way Noel There's a pandemic If you'd like to believe it It's killing people I don't care Frank I don't
0: care That person has a right To be with their loved one When they die
3: Those casualties Noel Unfortunately you can't Noel yeah no, well. well that's you where your allow.
0: And my opinion Will differ then exactly. right
3: That's fine I just think it's
0: ludicrous. Okay Frank, thanks very much. It's going to Listen, break.
3: Noel, mind yourself.
0: You have a great weekend. All right. Now, loads of people texting. Now, Danny Healy said in News Talk uh, that he was behind the restaurant tour that's going to open up. Uh, this is, of course, we talked to them during the week there, and he said, uh, "I said that, or you said it, Nile. Uh, you'd be skated," said William in Galway. I'm not sure you know what that means. Uh, we've all allowed hypochondriacs to destroy the country, says somebody else. how and The Let's not forget the long hours, hard work and self-sacrifice that has been put in by Michael, Michal, Leo, Eamon and Stephen. Uh, leading us safely through this unprecedented global pandemic. I just hope you're being cynical here, by the way, before I finish reading this. Uh, we, sh- <laughs> we should be talking about how to reward them. We may even have to create a new award just for them. Michael the cynic thank you Michael I'm glad you're being cynical and sarcastic yes maybe you should Michal Leo Eamon and Stephen as you put him, and Simon you forgot about Simon by the way you didn't mention Simon there maybe they all should get a little award at the end of all this for getting us through the pandemic ask me ours.
4: Hi Niall great show Mark here in Um, I'm a frontline healthcare worker and uh, we are been messed around with this vaccine big time promises and promises and promises and promises I'm going into do Hour shifts, four nights a week into a front line where I'm working with people with COVID. Um, I think the people of Ireland have lost his backbone. They've lost his backbone. The, f- the founders of the state would probably be turning over in the graves to find how jelly like, how jellyish our backbone has gone. It's disgraceful that the government are just riding over us like fools and not one person is going to stand up, you know, and try and, be, try and bring this government down or try and bring them to account. If Stephen Donnelly there, smirking on TV the other night, laughing and joking. Is this just some big game to him, is it? Thanks,
0: guys. Okay, well said. And by the way, once again, respect to all the frontline workers, but as he said already, he shouldn't be working 13-hour shifts for four nights, by the way. That can't be good for anybody. In saying that, of course, because he's dealing with people in a life or death situation. So that shouldn't be happening. But I'm assuming he gets paid for it. So when we talk about compensation, by the way, should people actually be getting paid? uh, Some sort of compensation. And if I'm saying if compensation is going out to anybody, I don't agree with this TD. I think it should be going to private sector workers are the ones who financially have lost out in all this. But he's right, by the way, in relation to the government. And I'm going to put a little wager on with everybody listening. Not financially, because it would cost you too much money if I lost. But I'll put a gentleman's bet on with everybody. And I put, it, I put a bet on with two people here in the radio station. There'll be a general election before August. That's just my theory. Uh, Mary, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mary?
1: Hi, I'm fuming. Sorry, Mary? I'm fuming.
0: Oh, you're fuming. Yeah. Okay, and why yeah. are you fuming?
1: Like, I mean, they're all coming out and saying about giving this person extra money, this person a bonus. I worked during the pandemic. I am still working, working my ass off, mm-hmm. and I'm on a wage supplement payment. Now, I found out that I owe 413 euros to the revenue.
0: Oh, this is because of the supplement you got?
1: Yeah. Now, my employer took on nine people while we were on this payment. So I worked for 9.35 an hour and got taxed on it. And I can't get any feedback from revenue. I've been on the phone to them to see how could this employer employ seven more people on our backs.
0: And you know what? I agree with you, Mary. There's been a lot of people in your situation where employers have took up the subsidy, paid their staff, and now the staff are being hit with a bill... Um, And I think all of these bills, the PUP bills that are being given to people by the revenue, they all should be abandoned and wavered. You shouldn't have to pay these, but unfortunately that is the law. By the way, I can't discourage you from doing it, but I I completely disagree with it, and I agree with you. You shouldn't have to pay that 400 and something euro, whatever it is. I think it's criminal to even charge people that.
1: But I can't even get... I got through revenue, I've been passed from book to book. I wanted to talk to a revenue inspector about it, but no. He's after. I mean, he's illegally paying me nine thirty-five. The minimum wage is ten sixty-five, and get pay get taxed on nine thirty-five, four hundred and thirteen euros. And they want to give people vouchers. And so let me let
0: me ask you a question: the nine thirty-five that you're getting, right, is that after tax or before tax?
1: This is this is. Is that before tax? This is what
0: yes. You're getting nine thirty-five before tax.
1: I'm getting 935. I'm down 22 weeks stamps because he hasn't even paid our stamps.
0: Okay, and have you have you approached your employer about it?
1: He um said that it was a mistake on the thing even though
0: Well, because if you are being paid less than minimum wage, now and I'm only going by what you're saying, that's illegal.
1: Yeah, that that's that's what I Well, well,
0: you need to, you need to get on to somebody, and you can get on to the Labour Court in relation to that. If you are being paid less than minimum wage, it's illegal. Yep, it's well, not. It's not just you know it's something you sort out between your employer and the Revenue Commissioners. It's illegal to pay somebody under the, rate, the minimum. What wage.
1: What I'm trying to say is that people all over this country will not know the full effects of what they've gone through until they're taxed. Comes in next year, and I know one person. I know several people that have a bill of up to thousand euros. Oh, no, right?
0: I know. Pe- I know people who've got large bills. Yes, I do.
1: And right. here we are. The Egypts above there are giving themselves rises. Oh, and then there's another Egypt coming out. Say we'll give the over sixty five a, a a token,
0: a, a voucher. Yeah, this
1: is going out. This is only to to deflect from what they are doing. Really and uh, by not, the way, when you
0: look at the polls this morning in the paper, suggesting that people—well, there's a, a large percentage, nearly half the population—think they're doing a wonderful job. Uh, what do you think?
1: I think that the people are so afraid of getting fined and going to court and all of this that they're terrified of so even. You, so you don't.
0: So you don't think people are afraid of COVID? You think they're afraid of the fines?
1: They're afraid of the cops. Like every place you go, you can't go out to five mile limits. There's a squad car there. Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. are you doing? It's like being, it's like being back in 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 war,
0: where it is. you have
1: to have your, papers your, your
0: papers. yeah your papers
1: yeah. passport yeah. and your passport yeah you have to have your passport with you at all times and your papers for going to work.
0: Yeah, I, I, I have me papers. See, I have me papers in my car.
1: And your past
0: now, in fairness, can I just say, since last March, now, mind you i'm you know i suppose that maybe it's the journey I take. I have never been stopped once.
1: well, I know a man that lives
0: it depends, I suppose it depends where? on the journey you're taking and where they're situated. you know what I mean you No,
1: know, this, this man is coming out of his house every day, he's stopped every day, he's a local man, they're local cops. they're asking where he's going, what's he doing. He will left the house four times one day and they told him that he was making unnecessary journeys. How dare they?
0: Yeah, well, my own son lives near a place where there's a there's a checkpoint, so he has to pass it every day. And if he goes out in his car, he, he might, you now he works from home, but he might, what he do is go down to his car, give it a bit of a wash and a polish, and he goes out for a little drive, maybe for three or four kilometres, just to clear his head. And they stop him every single time and threaten him and give out to him and tell him that he shouldn't be going out in his car. He's not allowed.
1: This man now is going down to his aged parents. Um, he goes down for lunch. He goes down in the morning to get the papers for him. And he stopped every single time. This is not. This is not what Ireland is about. No, I
0: know it's like living in a communist state. I, 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 no, I know I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with you. But you have two. You have a whole lot of issues there. I agree with you. It's like living in a communist state. And I also agree. By the way, Mary, you're being very hard done by. And I believe that people uh, who have these big revenue bills, the revenue need to be more uh, cooperating with people a bit more. I know last year you were given four years to pay it. It's going to be spread out over four years. But they said that next year when it comes along, uh, you're not. You're going to have to pay it. And I don't know where people are going to get this money from, uh, particularly people who have lost their jobs. Let me go to Joe just very quickly. Before with a break. Sorry, Joe, go ahead. It's Dan, not Joe. Oh, sorry, Dan. That's all right. I don't know why she has you down as Joe. That's all right. It's a human error. <laughs> it's a human error. Self, you're self-employed with 10 staff. Yeah. Okay.
4: And You're, you're wondering why there's the, the, such a percentage of people don't want this economy to get back open?
0: Yeah. Why do you think that yeah. is?
4: Why would I not want it to get back open? I have 10 staff being employed by the government. Right. Do you know what I mean? 10 yeah. staff, they're paying for 10 staff. They're, tr- they're paying to keep me quiet, to shut me up.
0: Right, I mean, in, in because... other words, because you're being subsidised. by the, for those... Yes,
4: exactly. I have 80%, 80% of the wage uh, of the staff is paid. Right, okay. Why am I going to want to get the government, the, the, the economy
0: back up and running? So are you so are you being honest with me and telling me you're financially better off?
4: I'm. Uh, I, it is absolutely raining money on me, European money. It is raining European money on me.
0: So in other words, a lot of businesses like you...
4: Come uh, on, Niall, you're a grown man. No, 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 I
0: get it. And uh, and by the way, in relation <laughs> well, to pubs to and restaurants, late there late. were a lot of pubs and restaurants out there before COVID which were struggling. And they don't
4: want the pub
0: business in this country. Oh. The, the, the 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 medical sector does not want the
4: pub business. They don't want the any... No, 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 the, the,
0: the point I was making is if you had a small business, small pub, and you were struggling before COVID, now all of a sudden the government are telling you you don't have to pay rates and we'll pay for your staff. So why would you want it to end?
4: Yeah. I
0: get you Exactly and yeah, I get you
4: and, and, and the over 65s they, they don't want to talk about depression They don't want to talk about depression When, they, when they're surveyed they, they have no problem with depression Because they won't talk about it In this country Where the young people are hanging themselves Off fucking trees around the country what,
0: What's your language in the middle of the day?
4: Sorry, oh, I beg your pardon, but, no, it's you know, okay You know it's what okay. I'm saying young no, young no 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 I, I know I, I understand and, so many people are upset And, and depressed people, about it Oh no we, we, we don't have depression So like Long the Church You know they can't talk You know they won't talk about it
0: OK, so just to clarify what you're saying, you're saying that you believe that the reason there isn't this, I suppose, will to want to open everything up again, and there's a lot of people who believe that we should continue with these kind of lockdowns and restrictions, is because there are many employers like you around the country who have exactly. staff are being subsidised by the state and basically you exactly. are financially better off. Exactly.
4: And a lot more to do with it. And all the old people over 65, the way they're
0: behaving. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Do you in, wear a mask? In,
4: in, in, in what Do way? Do you wear a mask, Niall?
0: Do I wear a mask? When I go into a shop.
4: Do you wear it because you feel you have to wear it? Or is it you, are you afraid of catching COVID?
0: I wear it because it's the guidelines. Because it's the guidelines. And I, I wear it in respect for other people who want me to You're wear it. You're
4: a very good man that you wear it because it's the guidelines.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yep. But you, you, you realise that the wearing of these masks and the guidelines have crippled these people around you. The people that are listening
0: to you. They've crippled them. In what respect. Actually do me a favour, stay there, Joe because I've take a break and I will go straight back to you after the break if you stay there. Would you ever I...
4: put up your mask there? I've a i have a, a, an elderly person, a vulnerable elderly person at home. Would you ever put up your mask there? That was the stick that we could
0: beat each other with. But 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 the reason we did that, I suppose, was out of respect for those people who were concerned or may have an underlying illness or whatever it is. So but by the way, get Joe, hold on a second. I'm not saying I'm a supporter of it. I just do it for, out of respect for other people and they're the guidelines and when the guidelines end I'll be quite happy to get rid of it I do like you like many people believe that a lot of these restrictions and guidelines are completely over the top but I, again oh, I
4: have to adhere to it that. That. I've lost a year there's a young one walking past me there in a handbag she's about 22 or 23 years of age now and I'm looking at her and thinking, she's lost a year out of her life she might as have been in prison
0: they're Ok well, well stay there Joe because I want to come back to you I'll come back to you after the break keep texting keep whatsapping numbers 087188008 Niall
2: um I've worked 13-hour shifts as a nurse for seven nights in a row. And, you know, it's been done before COVID. It'll be done after COVID. I think, you know, from my perspective as a nurse, I'm not looking for compensation. None of us are. We're just looking for some recognition, you know, other than a round of applause. It's disrespectful. I think mm-hmm. we would all be happy with maybe a couple of extra days annual leave to give us a break and some respite. That's all. We're not looking for, for anything massive. Just some respect. Yeah,
0: I couldn't agree with you more. There's no reason why you should be working six or seven nights or five nights or even four nights at 13 hours a night or 12 or 13 hours a night. That's ridiculous. So there's some wonder the health service is in a mess. But here we go. The problem, the biggest problem is the reason, according to Neffet, and I was reading the Neffet document yesterday, the reason for all of this is because of the health service, which has been like this for the last 30 years. I mean, you as a nurse will remember going back two years ago when we had a particularly bad flu season, for example, um, 2017, and 18, I think it was where so many people, thousands of people in hospital. We had at one stage 6,000 people on trolleys in hospitals, et cetera, et cetera. And the hospital service was about, or the agency was about to collapse. And Leo Varadkar was crying, basically saying, oh, nurses don't go on holidays for Christmas, please. He was even offering boxes of chocolates to people who wanted to get vaccinated against the flu. Do you remember all that carry on? Well, at no stage did we turn around to the people of the country who under the Constitution are protected by health service, by the way. They should be protected by the health service. We turn around to the people and say, listen, we'd rather you stayed at home, didn't get sick or didn't get into accidents so you don't end up in hospital. Because we would have said, go and you know what to do with yourself. The health service is there. Can you imagine, by the way, when we open up business again and you open up the pubs and restaurants and bars? And I agree with opening them all up again. But people are going to start falling, having accidents drunk again. A&E will be busy again on a Saturday night. Where The, the whole health service will just collapse as soon as people go back to work again. Because the government haven't been prepared. Because the government are making a mess of it. So your lives are now a misery. Everybody in this country, your lives are a misery because the government haven't fixed the health service. Pay the nurses a decent wage. Pay them more than a decent wage if they have to. To stop them going to Australia and Dubai and all these other places and the NHS. Give them a good wage. It's a good job, isn't it? They're protecting people and saving lives, for God's sake. Get me back to Dan again. Or Dan, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so... Dan, what I mean, when you talk about masks and you're talking about reopen, do you believe everywhere should just reopen tomorrow? Uh,
4: it, it, look, they've spent a whole year fucking around with us. Watch, watch language. your language, please. At the middle of the day. It's radio, Dan. They've
0: spent a whole year messing with us. Okay, across, Dan, with the greatest respect, okay? you got to watch your language. This is not Twitter, all right?
4: 55 years of age in
0: this country and they have spent a whole
4: year messing with us. How can I answer that question? How oh, well, can I answer that question? Uh, nobody can answer that question. Do I want the people to go back to the nightclubs? Yeah? Do yeah. I want the people to go back to have a bit of entertainment in their lives? Do I want to be able to go to the beach with myself with my own three children? Yes, of course, all of those yeses.
0: Okay, and then let me ask you another question then just before I let you go. Do you worry at all or do you have any concern at all for COVID-19?
4: I want to meet that guy, Frank, that I just spoke to a while ago and I think he should be tarred and feathered.
0: Why, why, why do you not agree with him?
4: Because it was just despicable how he could say that some woman wouldn't be allowed to go to England to see her dying brother. Well, I, I, I would
0: agree with you on that point and I disagree with Frank but that's He's Frank's opinion.
4: Nothing. He's soulless. That man is soulless. Absolutely selfish and soulless and he'll get what I what said.
0: All right, listen, Dan. Thank you for your opinion. I appreciate it. And the point that uh, the main point Dan was making in relation to people getting back to work and why people, so many people in this poll, for example, didn't want to see the the urgency in getting back to work is he believes that a lot of employers like him are finding this great. The government are paying their staff, so why would we, why would we want to go back to the other way, doing where we had to pay them ourselves?
4: Now, I have two points to make for you. You're saying about the healthcare workers, frontline workers, uh, all getting paid excellent money. They also When they work overtime get heavily taxed so their tax should be capped at 40 hours a week Mm -hmm. and let them do their overtime. Also I work in the private sector and I find it abhorrent that I've worked all the way through this pandemic and yet people who are on the dole for years and years and years get a Christmas bonus
0: and I get nothing. Thank you. There's no, absolutely no equality in this country. You can be sure of that, by the way, caller, And well said. To everything you said, I couldn't disagree with any of it. If the nurses and doctors do work overtime, although I am always cautious about allowing doctors and nurses to work overtime... Uh, Because it's a job where, obviously, their concentration levels have to be at the best because they're dealing with people's lives. It's like, I suppose, there is restrictions about how many hours a pilot can fly because he's responsible for the lives of three or 400 people. The same in a train driver and a truck driver. I do believe the same should apply, by the way, to healthcare workers. But if we pay them better for the uh, 36 hours that they do, I think it's 36 hours that they actually do, and pay them a good wage, they wouldn't need to do the overtime. And they wouldn't need that extra money. So we should be paying them well. Otherwise, they're going to be pissing off to Dubai and Australia and the UK and all these other countries uh, to work. And that's why we have a really bad health service. It's not because we don't have enough buildings to put people in or beds to put people in. We don't have enough nurses and doctors. Because something like 75% of them will probably leave the country and go to other countries after they qualify, after they finish in college and everything else. They They just all leave us. And that goes for a lot of students in different occupations in this country. And we need to pay people better. particularly people who do good job good and important jobs and these are important jobs so I do have respect for all those people who always thought I have no respect for the health service of course I have respect for them they work very hard but let's pay them well let's pay them better if we need to pay them better to do a good job so we don't end up in this situation so we have enough nurses it's not about beds it's about people to man the bloody beds